Hello and welcome to the Real to Rank podcast, the podcast that watches your favorite film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Devin Specht, and with me as always is my brother Dayton. Hey, howdy, hey everybody. And today we start a new era. It's it's Rocktober in the middle of April. <laughs> oh man, that would have been excellent. Why didn't we yeah. think of that? Because <laughs> the Colorado Rockies beat us to it. Fuck. Rocktober. <laughs> Sons so. of bitches, they ripped us off. No, it was a while ago. Sons of bitches, they ripped us off. But we're talking about Rocky Balboa today. Yeah, Rocky Balboa. Uh, best picture of 1976. Damn right. And the uh, highest grossing movie, though. Uh, it was real sketch as to what the other highest grossing movies were, so I did fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. And it was like, Dayton's never going to fucking get any of these no. anyway. Besides, I, they didn't go the distance. It, no. They did not go for speed. They're all alone. All alone. All alone. In a, in a time need. Uh, yes. Um, and the directed by Avildsen. I can't pronounce last names. Yeah, Avildsen. I would say John G. Avildsen, and written by one Sly Stallone himself. Yep, uh, taking a chance on himself actually, because uh, this is his big hit. He had well, this was his first. Uh, I do know that before this, I mean, he had tried his hand at screenwriting. I think he like submitted at least thirty different screenplays to different studios and stuff and uh yeah this was uh he got to he 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 agreed to not take huge money from united artists in order to star in this and it and it paid off yeah, for everybody really yeah um kind of loosely inspired on a boxer and if i did more research before i started the show chuck Wepner versus there you muhammad go. ali yeah and uh, it, it's fairly obvious that you watch the all this stuff with Apollo Creed. Who the fuck he's trying to be? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apollo is amazing. He's one of my favorites ever. He's great. Um, yeah. So you want to just hop right in? Yeah. Let's ring the uh, bell, baby. Ding ding. All right. Uh, yeah. We start off with the amazing score and the the title. Mm-hmm. Just. Right there. And yeah, the score, the music for this is awesome. Excellent. Gets you pumped every time. Uh, Bill Conti did the music for this one. It's the theme from Rocky is, is it gets you pumped, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, You you listen to it and you're like, I want to go work out. I mean, I'm not going to because I'm a lazy (laughs) piece of shit, but I could. It's the thought that counts. It's the inspiration that matters looking in the Mm -hmm. eye of the tiger and imagining yourself running down your stairs and outside Uh, we're we're not at eye of the tiger yet i know but i'm saying we're we're Um, gonna get to the eye of the tiger we're we're gonna get to that eye of the tiger yeah but uh yeah that's the first thing i said just hearing that was just like fuck yeah man there's just something about you can there's something about a movie that just hits the popular consciousness in such a way like that just everything just rips on it in a way. And then when you watch the original, it just holds up so well. That's something great about Rocky is that like the music and the, the sentiment and the story of it all mixed together quite strong and mm. are really good, really good combination. Uh, so we start off at uh, November 25th, 1975. Mm-hmm. 
And Rocky is fighting Spider Rico, and it's fucking ugly. <laughs> yeah. It is, uh... Well, for one, I don't know what round or anything, but Rocky is gassed. Mm-hmm. Like, just looks absolutely just... Ugh. They're way Good. past the first round at the very least. They're both they're both got some dam- damage to them, and uh, Spider. Uh, well, uh, r- eventually there's a you know they have a break in the round, and they each go to their corner. And Rock has a guy there, you know, tries giving him some advice. Rocky's not taking no advice, mm. and uh, and people are throwing shit in the ring. <laughs> He's a bum. He's a, He's a bum. bum. Who are they saying's a bum? Was it? Were I, they saying? I think they were saying Spider Rico's a bum, right? I think they were saying everyone involved was a bum. Everyone in the building's a bum. No, I think that's <laughs> just how they communicate in Philadelphia. <laughs> bum, you're a bum. Bum, okay. you're a bum. Oh, it's just like saying hello. <laughs> uh, or, yeah, this, I mean, these are the same people that threw snow, snowballs at Santa Claus. All right. That's true. There are a bunch of fucking degenerates out there in Philadelphia. <laughs> We've already been to Philadelphia once, and it's it's nice to return and to see that nothing has changed. <laughs> no, this is Philadelphia in the past, which looks a lot like Philadelphia in the present, except worse. <laughs> yeah, sand zombies. There we Sometime go. Sometime in between uh, the zombie infestation in 1975, they took a power washing to everything and got all the filth out. But there's no power wash strong enough to get all the stank and filth and grime <laughs> out of Philadelphia. It's the uh, city that runs on on cheesesteaks and cream cheese and hate. <laughs> hate of being there. <laughs> hate of everything. <laughs> it's a black hole where hope goes to die. It's an event horizon that keeps you stuck there forever. Yeah, I yeah, hear the Wawa's is nice. <laughs> the Wawa's is nice. <laughs> <laughs> your only escape Ooh. is to go with your auntie and uncle to Bel Air. Let's <laughs> uh, not even talk about East Philadelphia. There's um, uh, a, it's like yeah, he's a bum, and like fuck you, and business as usual, and all that. <laughs> and back in the boxing room. So I have a I have a question here. So as they go into the next round of the fight, they mm. grapple. Let's I don't know boxing terminology. Yes. Um, but they they uh, grapple. Does Spider bite him or headbutt him? A spider headbutts him, which okay. is in in boxing terms is what's called a dick move. <laughs> I figured that. It's I not. Did. I just. It's not tell strictly legal, and also. I have got to say that the headbutt has got to be one of the dumbest fucking maneuvers. Yeah, you gotta really have a well, strong frontal lobe in order to pull that off. Well, cause think about it. The head is one of the areas that you don't want to get hit. <laughs> Ever. And you're thrusting your own head yeah. at someone else's head mm-hmm. to... At best, you're going to knock both of your fucking you're selves out. You're praying that your cranial density doesn't crack like an egg. For both it's kind of like leading with your balls and trying to hit <laughs> with your balls. That's why my baseball career never took off. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> all right, leading taint first. <laughs> and also why my bowling career never took off. You're bringing, you're bringing up a whole bunch of good points. 
And that's why they never let me in the pool hall. Because <laughs> I tried to use my tape. <laughs> that would make Kingpin a totally different movie Um, Uh, yeah so uh, this enrages Rocky though being headbutted and he's like this is a dumb maneuver and he uh, he knocks out Spider-Rico and just keeps punching him on the ground which is also a dick move (laughs) it really is but he wins yay and the crowd goes (laughs) mild and throws trash (laughs) It, which is the native trash before this is the native philadelphia trash? yeah celebratory trash throwing it's native in philadelphia that's just what they do mm-hmm. and they're like you're a bum fuck you <laughs> that's how they speak and then uh, as rocky's walking back and walks past the guy's like hey do you have a cigarette and the guy takes the cigarette out of his mouth and puts it in rock's mouth he's like good going champ yeah, it's not not like that, but essentially, <laughs> it could go, it's like a it's like a Joe Green situation, and then Rocky throws his gloves at him. <laughs> hey, old middle aged man, thanks. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, back in the locker room, the promoter brings. Uh, well, Spider. yeah, Sp- huh? Spider and like they're both just like oh. down in beers and smoking and looking like just ten pound sacks like of shit had, and five pound bags. Shit out of each other. Yeah, and, uh, and it's like, yeah, here's uh, all this money minus the money for uh, like. For the doctor, for the locker room freeze, for the shower, the obligatory yeah. high five. It's <laughs> like for the beer, I'll charge you for that too. Uh, yeah, Spider Rico for losing. The loser's purse is seventeen dollars and forty cents, and then Rocky's winner's purse is forty dollars <laughs> and some odd cents. Well, that's, that's take home. That's and, take home, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's essentially well, what they. And knowing knowing what I know about the economy, I think that's enough to retire on in 1975. I think you could buy like you could live like a king with forty dollars. I mean, I I mean, you could probably still do that in Philadelphia could, today. Yeah, you just, they'll just give you a place in Philadelphia. <laughs> it's, it's like here. no questions asked. <laughs> there. Give me, give me two dollars. It can be yours for two you, months. You give me Pats and Chinos with Wiz, and I'll give you the whole plot of land. <laughs> Help me get the fuck out of here! I need to go with my auntie and uncle to Bel Air. Everybody wants to go to Bel Air. It's this mythical place called Bel Air, where all Philadelphians go to start anew. <laughs> yeah, that's the only the place. land of opportunity. <laughs> yeah. The city of brotherly love. Uh, if if your brother's an abusive asshole, <laughs> I don't like Polly. By the way, Polly's a dick, and he is a dick for like no reason. No, I don't the understand he's why he's such a. Well, I know he's like, stuck in Philadelphia. And he works a meatpacking plant, and he hates his life. Which is, <laughs> we find fair. the we find Rocky and Adrian, who are the two people in Philadelphia that don't hate the fact that they're in Philadelphia. <laughs> Yeah, it's because they have each other. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> yes. And then you know what the first thing they do when they're able? They move. <laughs> as soon as they can, yeah. <laughs> you don't go to get stuck there. Yeah. 
the local hero rises above and leaves town. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dream. It's what we all wanted. He, he went out there and he made some uh, something out of himself somewhere the fuck else. Yeah, he probably went to Bel Air. <laughs> That's the only place you can go. <laughs> That's where Philadelphians go when they die. Hey, you know, later when he loses all of his money, you know why we know he's broke? Because he goes back to Philadelphia. It's a mm. place where joy goes to die. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. And he passes uh, Rocky goes home he's got his hat of poverty uh i this hat's a at least to me it's a mythologized hat because it's just something he just wears all the time when he's poor uh and he has a ball this is a this is a standard issue philadelphia ball (laughs) to while away the hours Well, you know, when you're not working as a crackhead or a dock worker, here's your ball. <laughs> we give them, we give them out with all the clean syringes at City Hall. <laughs> oh, we fucking hate you, Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be dead than in Philadelphia again. <laughs> Oh. oh God! And, yeah, and he uh, walks by the the pet store and mix and all the other burned down, fucking decrepit hellholes yeah. that this place calls a livable and habitable city. Yeah, and then he also meet. runs into Frank Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> he's just there. He's a local fixture. That's not part of the movie. <laughs> you just there. walk by any part of Philadelphia, you'll run into Frank Stallone. <laughs> It's like a it's like a low rent ghetto uh, barber choir barber shop quartet. He does. Just... I wrote it. There's like a quarter a quarter crackhead chorus. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that's just like, and he's like, "Hey everybody, how you doing?" And, he, and, and they hand him a bottle of wine. And he takes a swig. They spits it out. And they're not offended by that at all. Oh, because there's hepatitis in that wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what Rocky thinks better of all of this. Like, I shouldn't drink. Fuck it, I shouldn't drink these people's wine. <laughs> Think better of it, Rock. <laughs> it, it, someone pissed in this. <laughs> he was just so drunk that they decided to repackage it. shove it up your ass Philadelphia. <laughs> they have a broken object and they decided to call it a landmark it's representing the spirit of the city <laughs> I have a broken television in the corner of my apartment is that a monument it's a souvenir of my civility uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay oh. <sighs> what's happening now okay yeah he didn't drink the bottle and uh, Rocky he go, does he go back to his apartment now? Yeah, and he lives in a, a shitty apartment, which is uh, standard. standard. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he does the favorite pastime of every Philadelphian is talks looking at pigs. Well, he talks to the animals. You know, he's got he hangs his coat up on what looks to be an embedded machete, <laughs> <laughs> and he's got like a. He's got like a knuckle duster that he uses for his hat, which I don't know if that's like his own decor that he decided to bring or if that's just a feature of the apartment. He just came with the apartment. That just was a, a part of yeah, it. 
hey, fuck you. This is a one-bedroom, one-bath apartment. It's got its own machete that we use as a coat hanger. <laughs> it's 25 cents a month, you bum. <laughs> fuck you. Sign the I'll, lease. I'll take it. Um, yeah, and he also, Rocky also listens to soft porn music in his apartment. <laughs> That's just the 70s. <laughs> That's he, just the 70s. And That's the stares, noise of the 70s. And then he just stares wistfully at old pictures of himself, and, you know, <laughs> which is what I was saying is what people in Philadelphia do when they get home. They just sit and they reflect and they wonder how things got to this point that they they're just, stuck they, in Philadelphia. They they just mark another, cross another day off the calendar and look at days gone by and pictures <laughs> It's yeah. not sad at all. Oh, look at me when I was eight, before I knew what a hellhole this whole place was. Before my eyes were open to what Philadelphia truly is. It's before just I went to an wa- Eagles game. <laughs> it's just all watching the Eagles. Uh, fuck you, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so... We open him the next day, and uh, well, uh, Rocky's also been practicing his uh, <clears throat> his jokes because mm. one of the pastimes that Rocky has is he tries to hit on the shy pet store worker Adrian mm. with his jokes. Yeah, yeah and Rocky's not. Uh, I I, don't, I liked it though. There's, it's just very sweet. He doesn't come off as uh, like a creep at all. He's just like no. really kind of. He's like a he's like a big Doberman. He yeah, is just trying right. to, just trying to like be nice to Adrian and get get her attention because I don't know, he likes her. Yeah, yeah. See, uh, yeah, Adrian, uh, played by Talia Shire, it's got mm-hmm. kind of that '90s, uh, you know, in in the teen comedies when you're like the nerdy girl, and it's like, yeah, she's not attractive. Look at her; she wears glasses. Mm-hmm. And then she takes off the glasses, and you realize it's uh, Connie Corleone. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, the joke he says is that he has to you know, hit the turtles and then they get shell-shocked. Mm-hmm. By the way, the, a note about the, the turtles, uh, they're, they're actually still alive and they're still owned by Sylvester Stallone. That's awesome. Yeah, he still has those fucking turtles. Good for him. I mean... I mean, good for those turtles for living so long, but... I well, mean, they're turtles. They they're live turtles. forever. They're turtles. They live for like a thousand years. Yeah, the turtles will outlive us all. They will <laughs> inherit the earth. Yep. <clears throat> and one day, even Philadelphia. <laughs> nope, they're going to slowly stride away from that shit box. <laughs> they're going to walk as fast <laughs> as their legs can take them, which is not fast. It's not fast. turtles. <laughs> um, and uh, he... He also steals pet food. Yep. Rocky does. Yep. Crime doesn't pay. Well. Nope. Just pays him pet food. <laughs> That's his, his boss. Tony Gazzo pays him pet food. Oh, his boss uh, didn't pay him much at all. So, yeah, Rocky... Uh, no, but he gives him shitload of money over the course of the movie. Mm-hmm. He gives him $550, no strings attached. Yeah, but, like... <clears throat> yeah... Actually, yeah, the the gang the gang the guy that works for the debt collector. Yeah, he doesn't actually seem like that bad of a boss. No, and like I I popped because that's Willie Cece from the Godfather. Like not the character, but the actor is Mm -hmm. uh, Willie Cece from the Godfather movies. We'll see him again when we watch those. Great actor. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Yeah, he. Um, but yeah, he. What he does, Rocky does, is uh, he goes and you know threatens people for money, mm. and uh, he's supposed to break a guy's thumbs. Yep, but, but he uh, doesn't doesn't break his thumb. He he takes. He's supposed to get two hundred dollars. The guy gives him a hundred and thirty dollars, seventy dollars late. Lets him keeps his thumb. Mm-hmm. But which his boss chews him out for. But mm-hmm. that's kind of the thing about Rocky is that he's just too. Nice. He's just too good. Yeah, he's a, like, he's a good dude who's just down on his luck, and I it's it's also endearing that pretty much everybody in Philadelphia likes him, like, which is really is, hard to do because these people hate Santa Claus. Yeah, they hate Santa Claus and each other and the ground on which they walk. So it's amazing <laughs> that they even like Rocky Balboa, let alone tolerate his presence. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a cursed town for horrible people, and yet they really love him. Mm-hmm. They really do. Like, everybody, like, even in the beginning, everybody's like, how'd that fight go, Rock? Or asking him about the cut on his face, tells him about the fight, or... Yeah, it just... should have been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. It's good. Yeah. And he... <clears throat> Some of the other things that he does is he goes to, to Mighty Mix to train, but they have they have changed his locker. Mm-hmm. Well, they give it. They gave his locker to somebody else. They put his yeah. shit on Skid Row. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Philadelphia Skid Row. Ooh. Yeah. But, yeah, it's because he's he's never got his nose broke. Mm-hmm. He's the... Well, he's a tomato. He moves like a tomato. <laughs> yes, Burgess Meredith is, uh, <laughs> is Nick, and uh, a, lot of, a lot of references to the Penguin will be made today. <laughs> You're goddamn right. And maybe, if we're lucky, about breaking his glasses. Yes. Oh, that'd be a good one too. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Um, but yeah, the kind of the the impression that I got about Rocky's boxing career is that he never really took it, like he took it seriously, but he only really he didn't push himself mm-hmm. in that way. Like he just did what was easy. Well, yeah, it just seemed like it was. I don't know. I like because it's like even Mick says like he had natural talent, but he didn't take it anywhere. Right, and he—it well, yeah, seems he, like he just learned the basic stuff enough to win or lose fights in a semi-competitive way, but not to make a career of it like someone like Apollo Creed did, or even Mick did in his earlier uh, previous yeah. fifty years. Yeah, well, and that's well, like just... if you think about it, like he, like Balboa's in a book to be seen by Apollo Creed of all people, but he still doesn't have a manager. He has a, what, like, he's been in 60 fights and he's won, like, 40 of them or something? Yeah, he won a lot by knockout. Yeah, but still, it's just, like, he's... Well, he fights, he just fights who's available. Like, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, he's like, kind of he like, just... I, don't, I don't know if this is appropriate, but he's like a mid-card, a mid-carder boxer. Well, not even a mid-carder. Like, he's just a guy that just takes fights. And, like, mm-hmm. he doesn't even take, like, challenging fights. It was The impression that I got is that Rocky doesn't at least initially, doesn't take fights that yeah. he, you know, are going to push him. Mm-hmm. And he just does what's easy. Like, he doesn't take the ones that are the big payout. He, he just asks the guy, the promoter, like, when am I going to fight again? He doesn't really care mm-hmm. yeah. about about moving up. And because he well, never even, risks anything, he never yeah. gains anything. Or never even takes it as, like, a career either, I think. Yeah, uh, he just kind of half-asses it. Yeah. It's part of why it makes so pissed at him, calls him a tomato. Yeah, well, because he's not, he's like over 30. He's not going anywhere. He's fighting for like, he's 40 fighting for, bucks. <laughs> yeah, he's fighting for peanuts at a fucking, 
I don't know, probably literal hole in the wall where they also host cockfights. Like, there's nothing <laughs> yeah. out there. Like, sure, he's paid you, but, like, is he going to go anywhere? No, he gives it to the to the one guy who's a fucking contender. He has class hmm. instead of a bum, which is what Rocky is now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, back at the go to the bar now. Rocky just kind of... Rocky walks everywhere. Does not have a car. I don't. He eventually, he learns to drive. Uh, I know, mm-hmm. but uh, not in this movie. Nope. Well, everywhere he needs to go is uh, within the confines of those five square blocks of which he exists. No, I think he just fucking walks everywhere because Philadelphia is massive. It's like uh, it's like purgatory. <laughs> You're just well, stuck there. I mean, there's there. not much difference. Yeah. No. No, it's just full of the souls of the damned and wawas. <laughs> and wawas. <laughs> ah, and and he, um, Rocky meets up with his. I suppose they're good friends. I yeah, don't know why he's Good's friends putting, with Polly. Uh, Good's putting like a big like uh, those uh, air quotes on each side of that word. Like they're friends. They're friendly. I, Polly's so nothing against Bert Young. But Paulie's so fucking unlikable. Well, Paulie's supposed to be unlikable. Bert Young's doing his job great. Bert He's Young's doing amazing. His... I don't, Young's... don't like Paulie. And, and it's not like he gets better. And he's in almost every one of these fucking movies. Uh, actually, much, all yeah. of the movies we'll be covering, he's in. Oh, yeah, he's in Balboa, too, I think. Yeah, he's in Balboa. Uh, he stops at Creed. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and, like, uh, of that, there, there's only, like, three actors that are going to be in all of these. Uh, one's Sylvester Stallone, one's Burt Young, and the other, uh, I'll save for a little bit later. But, okay. uh, see if Dayton remembers, I guess. Is it Duke? It is Duke. Duke's okay. the only one that's in all of these fucking movies. <laughs> I, was like, I was, like, trying to think, of like, who else was back for Rocky Balboa? I was like, the trainer guy? <laughs> yeah, Duke! Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're Rocky is uh yeah, they're he's he's in his thirties. Like I think he is actually just thirty. Hmm. Um which is uh pretty old in, in professional boxing Sports terms. Or yeah, probably boxing. Yeah. Well it's a fucking hard life for a fighter and you know, father time is undefeated. Well yeah, and I think probably it's just better to if you're choosing that lifestyle, get on board as early as you can to prepare your body for it. Well, yeah, it's, it's like being not... an Olympian. It's like it's like a whole like deal. <laughs> like, yeah, and talks to Polly about like you know he's just talking to the sister who never works out, and Polly thinks of something. Polly's an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he wants to work for Grazo. Uh, yeah, he wants he wants Rocky's job. Which uh, I don't know, because uh, you know Rocky's intimidating and uh mm-hmm. polly's not, not. <laughs> polly's like, intimidating to people that he has power over or at least that he feels like he has power over yeah polly's a sad sad pathetic man yeah um, or as uh, otherwise known as your average philadelphian yeah he's just a normal philadelphia man <laughs> fucking got him <laughs> take that philadelphia but yes, and on the TV, the small, tiny TV that they keep in the, in the bar, the the only solace that the people of Philadelphia have, bars. Um, Apollo Creed is on on the news, 
uh, talking up his fights. And mm-hmm. Apollo Creed is great. I He's love Apollo fucking Creed. awesome. Uh, larger than life, Muhammad by far Ali my favorite character. Yeah, the Count of Monte Fisto, mm-hmm. the master disaster. of disaster. Yeah, he's great. Um, he's the best. Carl Weathers kills it, much like mm-hmm. in everything that he does. Yeah, he's great, and yeah, the, he's just talking up his fight, and yeah. that's this is the seventies. This is an era when you had like larger than life boxers, because mm-hmm. now I guess like. At least for me, I feel like you don't hear a lot about professional boxing. Now, I could be wrong, and this could be a whole thriving scene that I'm just not aware of and nobody ever told me about. But outside of a few, like, novelty spectacle kind of fights, everything seems to be shifted more towards UFC and that kind of thing. But... Well, UFC is the one that kind of inherited a lot of the, um, a lot of that kind of larger-than-life uh motifs that boxing used to have. I'm sure boxing is still a totally like Oh no, I'm not saying it's circuit. dead. I'm yeah, just saying no. it's not as big like, but, as Well, it, yeah, I mean like well a lot of those things like just like thinking about how disparate like, you know, n- not everybody gets their news from the same like one source anymore from like television on like x number of channels. So everybody like I I could totally see us like just like oh no, there have been huge huge fights that have gone on it's just like a whole world that we just don't because we're oh, just never no, I know. attuned to it you know we're we're probably going to get like someone who's going to be like hey didn't you hear about such and such fighting whoever the fuck like, <laughs> oh that mook. classic fight oh. yeah mook versus was mook. michael buffer there <laughs> yeah like... and michael buffer the two dudes they yeah. they beat the hell out of each other mook who the fuck <laughs> Get your asses into the ring. Yeah, well, I mean, we got people like Floyd Mayweather, but it's not. Like, I can no, name like a few. Conti- of... Like, they're retired. Well, I like, can't who... name any active well, I mean, professional boxers. Like, I mean, is there a lot of stuff like that now, though? Where, like, unless it's like the football or some shit like that, can you, like, go to the pers- a person on the street and be like, hey, who's, like, the number one coolest boxer in the world right now. Because I think a lot of those kind of sports don't have that, that same kind of headline pull that they used to. Even UFC doesn't really have that kind of headline pull. And yeah, they still well, do I mean, shit. Dude's <laughs> like Conor McGregor, dude. Like, yeah, but he just has good PR. Like, he has good, well, that's you know, same kind of idea. Stuff. Yeah. They take a but lot from, like, the, the kind of professional wrestling kind of yeah. aspect of it. But I mean, like professional wrestling is another one where it's like, as as somebody on the street who's like the world heavyweight champ right now, probably most people probably don't know Roman Reigns. Most people probably would say John Cena. Technically, he's not a world heavyweight champ. Doesn't matter, but not my point. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I get exactly what you mean, and. Uh... Yeah. And I mean, Conor McGregor is only. I think Conor McGregor kind of broke through just because he just did just scandalous shit like throwing that like that two-wheeler into the side of a bus that one time and you know other well, just, other things it's just because he's loud and cocky and well Irish. yeah he does the he does the shtick you know like yeah he plays up the uh you know i don't want to say character but you know he plays up yeah, being Conor Mc... well he plays up being conor mcgregor you know? yeah well, and that's the whole thing, because you want to, at the you end want, of the day... I mean, we're going to get to it when we watch the first Creed movie, where it's like, you, get, you want people to be invested. You want somebody You want somebody to see somebody get their ass kicked. Like, yeah, because it's, it's harder appeal. to 
it's harder to sell a fight that's just like these are two guys that just exist. Yeah, these these are two totally awesome, nice people who are gonna have a fight. No, that's not how this works. That's why wrestling gets like that's why faces and heels exist in wrestling. But yeah, the uh, also to the point because I kind of want to get into this a little bit here. Hmm. But you know why the the biggest problem I think boxing has as an outsider. Uh, so you know how like, um, like UFC, there's just one champion at each of the weight classes, right? Yeah. Like you're like between this weight class, this is your champion. Boxing has a lot of different commissions that each have their own different champion. So there isn't actually like one heavyweight just champion. One yeah. Yeah. Well, and like that one guy might go and capture the belts for all of these other fights, but they don't unify the titles. They'll just go to some other guy Mm. and that's what i think makes it really hard to follow because there's not like a guy that's like he's the he's the well there's nobody that like i mean think back like 1976 he had muhammad ali and he was like a superstar boxer well it just in an era of like boxers that became like george foreman and, I mean, and, and, and even be- joe and, Sm- and even before that you got guys like what joe dempsey and then jack johnson who were huge uh you know mainline athletes yeah jack johnson the uh boxer that became like a chill surfer ukulele music guy. <laughs> yeah yeah totally <laughs> uh but yeah like you but yeah sugar ray robinson like all of the boxers that i can list off <laughs> boxed besides like like Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather haven't actually boxed in like twenty fucking years. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, Oscar De La Hoya is all bigger stuff. It, like they, there was a golden age of boxing. We well, we passed it. And again, I just think that's I think of that era when those guys were boxing and think of like how people got their media, you know, from television. There wasn't like because I think like just because people can exist in so many different bubbles. It's easy to be like, what? There's a who? Huh? You know? Because I don't know what the fuck's going on. In sp- I never know who's playing in the Super Bowl ever. <laughs> so, yeah. and apparently that's a big deal. I don't know. I don't care. And it's it's easier when you don't, like, watch, like, you know, just, you know what I'm trying to say? I'm yeah. not wording this correctly at all. But I think, like, in the days when, like, in the 90s where it was like, oh, you can get, like, for example wwe on the one channel or you get like you know and just easier to get your consume your sports from smaller bubbles that doesn't yeah, probably sound right but i think i'm trying to get if that well makes any sense. There, and there's just less distractions like you can just yeah. follow like there wasn't like you had a choice you know yeah and well in yeah 19, that's what i'm saying there was it's like much more of an analog world yeah you you just watched what was on the three fucking channels yeah and if you didn't like those you had to leave your well, house yeah and so when somebody made it big or became a huge deal like in muhammad ali it became big for everybody you know mm. like i don't oh, think yeah. that like the i don't think the last episode of mash would have the same impact that it did when it happened then if it happened now right oh yeah it's like how one of my favorite things to note is that the worst performing episode of charlie's angels from back in the day mm-hmm. would absolutely fucking trounce anything on TV. Exactly. Now. Even like that's... the biggest Netflix show. Like yeah. look how big Squid Game was. The lowest fucking episode of Charlie's Angels demolishes mm-hmm. Squid Game. Yeah, and that's just because people had there weren't multitudes and multitudes of avenues to consume different stuff. 
You didn't have like, thirty fucking like a hundred thousand podcasts. Of options. Like yeah, you know? like I mean, we're part of the problem. We're talking about this <laughs> void. Yeah, we're one of the different options that you have. Absolutely. Like, yeah, but so, it's it's uh, but yeah, that, I think that's why it doesn't have that same like boxing and things like that don't have that same level of impact like they do now. Hmm. I get you. From my perspective, I could be totally like full of shit. Who knows? Um, so, so yeah, Apollo Creed's on the TV, and and the the box, you know, Rocky and the and the the guy behind the bar have kind of a disagreement about it. Like he, you know, mm. he took his shot, and like nobody, I never took my shot, you know. Mm. And like he, and the boxer's like, well, I didn't leave a risk here. I did what I wanted to. do. I didn't have to take a shot. I could just, you know. Run a bar, a bar, have a business. Like, what's wrong with that? And Rocky's like, yeah, yeah, throws like a $5 bill at him, and the guy decides to retire. <laughs> this is <just> Philadelphia <laughs> gold. Yep, gold. Uh, he's like, you want me to take a shot? I'll take a shot. And then he fucking downs a thing yeah. of Windsor Canadian. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, you guys do live in Philadelphia. And so Rocky, <laughs> Rocky uh Hey, that's Rocky. top shelf hooch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bottom stuff yeah. stuff is stuff he made in a bathtub in 1937. <laughs> yeah, it's the grog that they shipped out of the fucking <laughs> thing. The sips at night. Um, it's the runoff of Pats and Genos. <laughs> Ew. Um, <laughs> this is <laughs> this is our grog. <laughs> Just spritz some lemon in it. You won't taste a thing. They call it a Bud Light Lime. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Rocky sees, uh, what's her name, Marie? Yeah, Marine? he's a, he's a <laughs> Marine, yeah. <laughs> John Cena. <laughs> Marines, we are leaving! Um, yeah. <laughs> Minerals, Marie. Yeah, because Rocky's harassed by children. There's bands of roving children that just harass you for money. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of like 18th century Victorian England or modern-day Philadelphia. <laughs> or just Philadelphia now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking got him. <laughs> Take that with your child poverty. And yeah. so if Rocky... we were ducking on Philadelphia anymore, we could beat the 76ers. <laughs> <laughs> if we were dunking more on Philadelphia, we'd be selling donuts. Anyway, oh. uh, I don't even know what that means. But Rocky decides to uh, try and talk some sense into this uh, cigarette-smoking kid. Yeah, foul-mouthed cigarettes. Uh, she uses such foul language as creepo. Yeah, yeah, because Rocky tries, like, you know, like, you can't live your life, uh, you know, roaming around the streets trying to kill people for money. you got to, like, make something of your life. And by the end of their little chat, she's like, up yours, creepo, and slams the door in his face. He's like, well, who am I to give advice? <laughs> you know, maybe I am a creepo. Yeah. Because uh, Rocky, uh, yeah, he's not really one to be giving advice about, like, because he, yeah, he breaks thumbs mm-hmm. for a debt collector. Yeah, for, like, a loan shark guy, so he doesn't have a, you know, he's standing he's standing about on the same level of high ground as that fucking grog that bartender was selling. Yeah. So yeah, he he uses a bunch of mixed metaphors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rocky, uh, he's the high point of the movie. Like the whole character of Rocky, like it works. The movie works so well because Rocky is such is a nice so guy. Likeable. It's such yeah. a good-hearted, nice person who, honestly, it's he's he's a he's a real underdog. This is really just a really well done underdog story, and 
it's it's he's just down on his luck. He's he's this is the circumstances that he's in. He's just trying to make something out of his life. Yep. Uh, this is Dylan Dayton and the 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 call before like yeah positive male role model. Rocky is a guy that just you know he's emotionally open. You know he he talks about his feelings. He's still tough though. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just a good good person. Yeah. Really and like. Yeah, like towards the end, you know, because he has a lot of doubt too, which is, you know, it's it's not like he goes into this when he gets it. It's not like he goes into this thinking that he's gonna win. Well, it's no, actually the opposite. There's there's a moment later that when we get to it, I want to highlight is just perfect. Like he knows what's up, but we'll get we'll get to it when we get to it. But yeah, he just he he has a good head on his shoulders and he has a good heart in his chest and just really good. All of this wouldn't work if he was Pauly. Yeah, exactly. If, <laughs> like if it was if this movie was Polly, nobody would have seen it. <laughs> well, like... yeah, and like the world has dealt him a shit hand, but he's not bitter about it. No, he's not mad about it. He doesn't even have like he doesn't have any sort of ill will. Like there's times where people kind of screw him over, and he's still like it's like water off a duck's ass. He doesn't yeah. care. Like he's like it's fine. He, he is is he doesn't hold a lot of grudges. Like, he has his own sort of pride, but it's not like a, a an all-consuming thing. He's yeah, he's 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 just a really good guy. He's not very mm-hmm. smart, but he's wise yeah, but, in yeah. a D and D kind of like. Yeah, there's well, a wisdom he, in. He's not stupid. He's no. not smart, but he's not stupid. You know? Well, he knows like. You know, as he as he will eventually tell Adrian, like you know, he doesn't even really have a good answer for why he's a boxer. Is because he can't sing and dance. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you know, not a lot for guys like him. But uh, anyway, development. Uh, uh, whomever the fuck. Uh, Guy broke uh, his hand. Can't box. Yeah, yeah it's like, the bicentennial bat- battle is uh, is in uh, peril. Yeah, Apollo Creed know, needs an opponent. Uh, because, as Apollo, you know, knows. You can't have a bicentennial battle any time but January 1st. That's the most appropriate time that you'd have a bicentennial for America. Obviously. Fuck July. He's booked. But would, here's what I was wondering. I'm going to a barbecue. <laughs> here's, what, here's what I was wondering. Uh, why didn't, since he makes an appearance later, why didn't he just box Joe Frazier? Because Joe Frazier was retired. <laughs> it doesn't matter. This is just a. This is just like a. I mean, by by. Uh, by Joe Frazier does idea. not want this money. Joe <laughs> Frazier is retired and does not want any part of the heavyweight champ, even for fun. <laughs> well, I mean, basically, they're all. Why doesn't he fight Rocky Marciano? Because <laughs> he's dead. Rocky Marciano. <laughs> We'll go into the coming to America. But <laughs> he was 104 years old when they fought. Oh man. Um, yeah. Anyway, but so uh, Paula Creed needs an opponent, so he's talking to the fight promoter, Mister uh, Jurgens, uh, also big in hand lotion. Uh, mm. <laughs> decides hand to... lotion and boxing goes together, hand in hand. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, what they well Apollo uh, notes that they need is a novelty. That's what, yeah. Uh, and that it's gonna give somebody because it's the 
America's a land of opportunity, so he's going to give some poor schmuck the opportunity to get his ass kicked by the heavyweight champion. On live television. <laughs> what, a, what a country. <laughs> he's a real mensch. Yeah. Uh, so that's the... That's kind of what he's he's going for there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, cut back to Rocky. He's being driven drove around by Grazo. Uh, and gets dropped off, and the driver's been giving him shit for a while. Grazo gives him uh, 50 bucks for a date with Adrian. For a- the date with Adrian, yeah. Because yeah. there's a lot of canaries on the docks. And the- he heard it from Polly. Yeah, Polly, yeah. <laughs> Polly's the a wind- loud motherfucker. Yeah, Polly's like, yeah, no, it's Thanksgiving. I'm going to, you know, kick my sister out of the house. and. I mean, just... I, to be a bit, I don't know if this is a right interpretation, but I felt at least initially there was at least some good intention with Polly trying to get Adrian out of the house. I Yeah, I think that Polly's the kind of guy that... But he just tries... doesn't have the right way to do it. Like, he doesn't he... have the he doesn't have yeah. the tools by which to, I don't know, be a bit more gentle about it. Well, yeah, and the the Rocky and the driver just do not like each other, though. No, they fucking Grazo's hate driver. each other. Yeah, and the, the the driver's just a fucking asshole to Rocky yeah. for no fucking reason. For no re- and that's what Grazo said. Grazo's like, hey, some people just don't like people for whatever reason. He's from Philadelphia. It happens all the time. Yeah, yeah like, this guy's just, like, Philadelphia born and raised. He, he's yeah. spawned from Philadelphia. Yeah. He's the he's, spirit of Philadelphia. <laughs> he's dreaming of Bel Air, but he'll never get there. Well, he's just going to be driving me around, and I'm a bum. <laughs> I'm a loan shark, but I'm still a bum. I live in Philadelphia. Um, but yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, so, huh? So yeah, Grazo's, yeah, so far has given Rocky, yeah, he does give Rocky a lot of money. He like, gives, he, yeah, he gives him 50 bucks for the date. Again, no strings attached. And he gives him $500 to train, no strings attached. Though, like, there's and, part and, of me that. And his and hardest then, reprimand of Rocky is like, you didn't break that guy's thumb, Rock. You're too kind. Yeah, I guess he, so. Well, he does kind of, he does smack him a little bit, like hit him with a, his notebook, right? Because he's just like, you know, because <laughs> well, he's mean, like, he's a bit I, frustrated. Rocky didn't yeah. do his job. Well, yeah, but also considering the line of work the man's in. Yeah. Hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, just I mean, like, like considering, like, he could have just fucking killed him. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, all things yeah, considered, God, like, even, even mobsters like Rocky. That's how much fucking Rocky's a light guy in Philadelphia. True. I don't yeah. know about mobsters. I think he's just a loan shark. But yeah, it, I don't. I don't think he's like. Yeah, he just legitimate Philadelphia businessman. Mm-hmm. There we mm-hmm. go. Uh, yeah. So we go back to the the office though. Yeah, and, uh, and they're Rocky's picked. Uh, good. Oh no, Apollo Creed's flipping through a book of different fighters and. He picks Rocky because of his uh, Rocky's moniker, the Italian Stallion. Yeah, I mean, because he wasn't going to pick other people like the Canadian Goose. <laughs> yeah, uh, fucking the the Brazilian Wax. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Jamaica, the Asian Sensation. <laughs> the Jamaican Chicken. Uh, <laughs> the Caribbean Jerk. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh. and he's like, "Who discovered America? 
what better way to get Italians? What better way than to get it on with one of his descendants? And I was like, Paul, are you going to fuck this guy? <laughs> That's what he says. Yeah, I know, right? And I'm just like, is this some sort of 1976-ism that I'm just not understanding? He's just going to get it on with Rocky in the ring? <laughs> I'm gonna, oh, I'm going to demolish him. I'm going to kiss him. I'm going to feel him in such ways his mama doesn't even want to talk about. <laughs> this movie took a really dark turn. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, he's, he's flipping through. So he picks him. Yeah, I guess he could have also picked, you know, Glass Joe, Piston Honda, <laughs> Soda Popinski. Here's a man, Little Mac. He's four foot ten. How about that for a novelty? <laughs> I haven't seen such finger speed in a fighter before. How about you wrestle a bear, Apollo? How about that for a novelty? <laughs> you know what? He needs to fight someone like Hulk Hogan. Well, yeah, you need Thunderlips needs to show up a movie early or two movies mm-hmm. early. Um, no, I was about to say like because all of them by a certain except for Duke after a certain point, are treating this almost like a carny exposition. What? Expedition. Or expo. <laughs> no, no, it's a carny <laughs> expedition. Load up on one of us. We will leave Philadelphia to <laughs> Bel Air. <laughs> we will make the trek. We've, con- we've got up on provisions. We've got funnel cakes. And popcorn. <laughs> it's a card. <laughs> Follow the bearded lady Exhibition to the promised thing. land. <laughs> a exposition would have been Carney's exploring more of the plot. <laughs> well, you didn't so you hear... see, you, you we grease read. the rings so they can't get them on the bottle. That's exposition. <laughs> You didn't want to. You didn't want to hear the the human lobster talk about how Rocky's uh, life in the apartment's going. Oh. The Incredible Seal Boy will be one of the <laughs> be one of the uh, ladies dressed as a Statue of Liberty at the fight. Bat Boy uh, learns to box. <laughs> Oh my god, that's the title of today's episode. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But uh, yeah, no, Apollo does not keep... Like, uh, Apollo never takes any of this seriously, and that's part of what gets him in trouble. Yes, exactly. I, By, until until he gets into the fight, and we'll get more to it once he gets there. That's what I mean. They're all treating it as just a, like a, a, a show kind of deal like i mean well duke says later like he thinks this is a real fight yeah well yeah you you thought this was a show he thought it was a fight (laughs) and Mm -hmm. which like yeah you got to imagine like even though like five weeks is not a lot of time to train Mm -hmm. but like yeah this is a dude that's been fighting for 40 bucks yeah and like and doing bar fights and shit like not bar fights but like yeah sort of fights like kind of not like this is like Apollo Creed is a career fighter, you know. Apollo Creed trains for this. This is his life. You can just tell that this is he, he has made his life successful from being a boxer. Rocky Balboa has not, but I like the fact that 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 he underestimates him and it comes back to bite him in the ass. Because another thing I like about Apollo is that he's not a bad dude. <laughs> no, he's a showman. He's yeah. He's a he is a performer in a way. He is. Uh, he is a he's a professional athlete, but he's not an asshole. No, no. He's... And I like that about him. 
Yeah, a lot of what he's doing, you know, even when he's putting down Rocky in the, the interviews and stuff, isn't... That's just to it's sell just, shit. Again, that's kind of what we were talking about. It's just to sell the fight. Sell the... Gain people's interest and gain traction for people to want to Because he watch. makes money if people watch him fight. Yes. That's the whole deal. That's the reason they put it on television. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's... Uh, I did note, I think it's the day after, but it was almost your birthday... So happy birthday! Oh no, it's Thanksgiving because they're making a turkey. Adrian's yeah, making but a turkey before Paul it's two, it out. Yeah, but it's uh, it'd be November twenty sixth at some point. So happy birthday! Oh, thank you for my birthday from nineteen seventy six. Seventy five. Seventy five. Yeah, because the bison. Otherwise, Apollo would be That's real right. late on wouldn't, that bicentennial. Wouldn't work otherwise. That's true. Good point. Yeah. So it, yeah, you're negative. However, I can't do math. Um. But yeah, the uh, Rocky and Polly go back to Polly's house. Uh, it is around the time of Thanksgiving. And... It is Thanksgiving night. It's yeah. Okay. And it, uh, he's like, and... "Are you sure Adrian you know, wants me around?" I'm like, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, she's fine. I told her all about you coming over. And he did. He, he did not. Polly's an asshole. And huge, uh, yeah. huge asshole. He takes, and uh, Adrian's all flustered that uh, she brought he brought Rocky to the house, and he's like, "Come on, you gotta go out. You turn it into a dried up old hag." And uh, she's like, Polly, I put a turkey in the oven. And he's like, you put a turkey in the oven. Then he grabs the turkey, throws it outside to be fed on by dogs and his own drunk ass self. Yeah, well, he's, he's going to go back to that turkey. And eat it in the <laughs> he will. He'll treat it like the fucking cheesecake in the Friends episode. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she starts bawling. And they, but then eventually it's like, okay, we'll go. Mm-hmm. And, uh. <laughs> They go out walking around. And they go eventually to an ice skate rink, but it's closed. Yeah, I mean it's open. The door is open, but it's closed. Mm-hmm. It's after six o'clock. Uh, go home. So Rocky pays the guy ten bucks to give him ten minutes on the ice skate rink. So that guy's gonna retire after those ten minutes. That's ten dollars. I can close this place down. <laughs> I can. I can make my own ice in the true north. And... <laughs> <laughs> An Iceman gets $10 tonight on the streets of Philadelphia. (laughs) Um, Oh, (laughs) oh God. Uh, So, oh, yeah. So, Rocky. So, Adrian likes to ski, so she's skiing. Rocky doesn't ski. No, skate. Whatever. (laughs) She's on the side. She's she's going for the long jump. He's not gonna keep up. <laughs> he's just more, he's just for the long. <laughs> Yo, Adrian. <laughs> just... Ski, skate, tomato, tomato. Yeah, well, it's a it's a I think it's a nice oneer too. As they go at a one take, as mm-hmm. as uh, Rocky is running on the ice, keeping up with Adrian because he doesn't do it because he has bad ankles from the boxing. And uh, you know, talks a little bit about, you know, he's a southpaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Southpaws don't get anywhere in the boxing world. Yeah, because they're left-handed, throws off everything, makes the other fighters look bad. Mm-hmm. They got a southpaw, south Philly. South side? Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, as they go, huh? as they go, uh, yeah, the 10 minutes are up, but as they go, uh, on a bit more of a walk, she's like, "Why do you even? Why do you fight? Like this seems terrible." 
Yeah, like, it seemed like know. a horrible, horrible thing to do yourself. And he's like, well, I can't sing or dance, so. That was the only two options, really. Yeah, that's so all sing, he could do. Dance, box. Mm-hmm. That's everybody in the everybody in the United States who can't sing or dance. They all end up in Philadelphia. <laughs> boxing, <laughs> boxing, professionally or just each other, just <laughs> as, as part of the social structure. <laughs> it's part of the local hierarchy. Guess how they elect their mayor? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fighting tournament. It's like a drunken Tekken. <laughs> Somebody does a Hadouken and cracks their skull to, uh, right there on the steps. That's of not the... a Hadouken. That's just an old empty bottle of malt liquor he chucks at <laughs> the guy's head. Declares himself king of Philadelphia. Hadouken's from Tekken, isn't it? No. Uh-oh. Street Fighter. Ryu. Yeah, and then he declares himself Duke of Philadelphia, <laughs> A-plus number one. Uh... Yep, and uh, yeah, Rocky also is like, yeah, I've been in like sixty fights, never broke my nose. See, uh-huh. he's like, oh, why don't you come into my apartment? It's got all things good. It's got a machete. <laughs> it's got a mach- yeah, it's got a machete embedded the wall. That's not a fucking alarm bell. <laughs> that's just normal Philadelphia decor. Oh yeah, that's true. Adrian has one embedded in her wall in the kitchen at the at Paulie's house. <laughs> yeah, Paulie put it there. Yeah. <laughs> The machete so that you can get through traffic in Philadelphia. <laughs> if you don't use it as a coat hanger, you use it to get through the the decay, the urban decay, yeah. so that you can get the, to your job at the, the Wawa's. The, the detritus <laughs> outside your home and all the way to your morning commute to your Wawa ship. <laughs> I hear the turkey, I hear the sandwiches are very good. I'm sure they are, because there's nothing else to eat in fucking Philadelphia. Seriously, dude, I spent two weeks there. The only recommendation that I got that wasn't cheesecake was fucking Wawa's. And I was like, it's a fucking gas station. (laughs) (laughs) Height of light, like, that's their gourmands, man. (laughs) I need to sit you fucks down and be like, do you guys have rest? Are you okay? Have you guys ever heard of, uh, do you ever guys heard of organic greens? Uh... (laughs) No, I I don't even want that. I don't even want that. Like, just give me, like, do you guys got any other kind of food? Like, I'm, you know, we have restaurants here where I live. There are all kinds. We have, like, Oh, yeah, we got, places. we got Pat's. And Gino's. Both yeah. kinds of restaurants. <laughs> the two kinds of restaurants that count. And they give you the options with or without Wiz. Mm-hmm. It's fucking, okay, and also, Cheese Whiz is fucking gross. I don't even yeah, know Yeah, it is. Why don't put it on your fucking cheesesteak. That's an atrocity. It's it's like a fucking toxic colored food stuff. Yeah, it's not even real food. It's like the shit they make chicken nuggets out of, except colored different. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what they make chicken nuggets out of. You could form cheese whiz into <laughs> any could. shape in a machine and extrude it, and it becomes Franken food. Fry it up, and then you, yeah, I guess you can eat it. It counts as a protein. Yeah, it's like oh, we don't have no cows would ever set foot in Philadelphia, so we have to make do with cheese whiz. <laughs> we have to make do, we farm cheese whiz. Yeah, right off the old. I, I was gonna say trees, but let's be honest, they don't have trees. There's there. no trees now. <laughs> it's just no. Right. All of the radio stations are just like three dog. Like any of you guys ever <laughs> seen a tree? A tree? No, not my shriveled black thing. <sighs> Anyway, so Rocky's apartment. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, they're talking, and she looks well, at the pictures. Well, Rocky, huh? Rocky first does. You gotta take a shirt off. Really oh gotta, yeah, yeah. Go go down to the go down to the undershirt there. Really 
show off the physique. Mm-hmm. Well, it's hot in here, you know. Uh, yeah, he can afford to heat his apartment. It's a princely sum in Philadelphia. <laughs> princely sum. That's where his forty dollars went. That's yeah. The other forty dollars for his date went so that he can heat his apartment. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think we should spend. I bought you know a couple of donuts, a muffin. I think one's chocolate, you know. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he looks at pictures of his family and uh, like, let me put on my porn music. That's mm-hmm. all he's got. It's just the soundtrack <laughs> well, of the it's, 1970s. It's, that's, whenever you turned on a radio in the 1970s, that's just what came on. Yeah, that's just how it sounded. It was that <laughs> in the Bee Gees. <laughs> yeah, it was exactly that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, then uh, Adrian's like, I should go. And he's like, stay. And then they kiss. Yeah, and they sink into the floor, basically. Mm-hmm. They basically melt. I mean, that's pretty much what happens. Yeah, they just kind of fall into each other. <laughs> yeah. And then we fade into uh, Rocky's walking to mix, right? To the gym? Yeah. Yeah, because he's... Yeah, and... Uh, they relays the message that they want uh, Apollo Creed for, for sparring practice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so the, and then they fight, because he could have been somebody, but instead he had to go work for Grazo. Hmm. Breaking legs and you know, not fighting Batman. Uh, breaking glasses. <laughs> uh, Yet all the time in the world, Rock. All the time. <sighs> Sorry. There's these are the three things we know Burgess Meredith for. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's all he did throughout his whole career. I, he did way more than that. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, and then he goes to the. Jurgen's lotion boxing promoter <laughs> office. Uh, Rock spritzes his hands with the complimentary hand lotion, and the yeah. it's like, yeah, you know, I'd be a great sparring partner. I'm not even going to do any of that cheap stuff, like all like nothing but honor. He's like, no, no, I want you to have a shot at the title. He's like, what? No. <laughs> yeah, well, that's no. where he's. Yeah, that that's like no. where Rocky shows a bit of sense. Where he's like, he just he hears that offer, and he just is like, no. I wouldn't You're do that at all. That sounds like killed. a shit. That sounds like a shit deal. Yeah, it's because he's like he basically says like he has no chance of winning whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like there's not a chance. But the the promoter wins him over, basically. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, this is and, the land opportunity, Rocky Balboa. Don't you want an opportunity at the time? Like whoever I can't. I don't know the name of the actor they got to play Jurgen's Mister Hand Lotion, but. He, like, epitomizes fight promoter, doesn't he? Like, he's, like, so, like, archetype fight promoter. Like, well, he yeah, has, like, the, the nice Don suit. King yeah. Like, yeah. that old school, like, 20s and 40s style. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. He just, like, even his voice just has that, like, he sounds though, like he should be in, like, L.A. Noir or something. Though, like, it doesn't even sound like he's, like, I never got the vibe that he was even trying to fuck Rocky over. Like, no, I think that everybody's given him a pretty just, like, at face value, like, this is what you're going to do. You're going to fight Apollo Creed, and you're probably going to lose. Like I said, they're treating it like a carny showcase, but not in a way that, like, they don't respect Rock, right, well, as a and, fighter. And why would, I mean, Apollo Creed, as we will find out later, they don't really hype Apollo Creed up as much, but is, like, I think he wins, like, every one of his fights by knockout has never yeah, even been he's knocked never lost. down. That's what they yeah. say. He's never lost. Like forty six fights, he's never lost or something like that. Yeah, like 
Apollo Creed is a damn good fighter. Yeah, he's really good at this. There's a reason he's the world heavyweight champion. Like, and Rocky Balboa breaks thumbs in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, and hangs out with Pauly. There's no chance this is going to happen. But yeah, it, and... Uh, but yeah, no, that's a good point. The promoter isn't, like, skeevy in that. Like, nobody's giving him, like, a... Like, a... No, uh, they even pay him. Like, he gets a 150000 he, yeah, gets he gets a hundred fifty thousand dollars. He's like, thank God damn. Yeah, I'll get the shit. Well, no, I won't. Not like that. No, but... I'll do it. You give me a hundred and fifty thousand dollars today. Yeah, to go up against some heavyweight fighter, and I'll fucking, I'll give it the good old fucking Tell you what, try. You give me a hundred fifty thousand dollars, I'll fight Apollo Creed right now. He's dead. That's true. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll fight Carl Weathers right now. <laughs> He'd still beat my ass. He'd still, yeah, I can't back that up. I can't. He was in Happy Gilmore. I can't. Man, he fought the Predator. Yeah. I mean, he lost, but I'm not the Predator. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, think of that. How many how many Predators is, uh, has anybody else fought? Carl Weathers fought one more than every other person. Except for Danny Glover. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's rarefied air, really. <laughs> Fighting predators. <laughs> yeah. The only other uh, person who does that is Chris Hansen. <laughs> no, he just catches them. <laughs> he doesn't fight them. That would be a great. No. That would be a great addendum to that show, though. <laughs> no, stand the fuck up. Come on, we're throwing down. <laughs> come on, come I'm Chris on. Hansen, Boy, put your hands up. NBC. It's time for you to die, bitch. <laughs> Suplexes and pet our ass out of his boots. <laughs> Yeah, here, right there when you said that, that was fucking despicable. Stay down. <laughs> Pisses on him. To pile drive a predator. Anyway, boss does pay the $500 for the trading expenses. Mm-hmm. No questions asked. Though, again, it's, it's probably also like, keep him on, a, you know, oh, I had this guy who, like, contended for the world title like that's still kind of cool. yeah but he never they never encounter each other again though no he shows up in the sequel yeah but he doesn't like it doesn't amount to much <laughs> like no, right yeah. he, like, he has rocky for his job and then he's kind of like okay whatever <laughs> so it's yeah even... it's, it's yeah like i i thought that'd be a, like when i was rewatching, like i thought that'd be a plot point no he's no. just your average nice lone rocky shark. balboa is just too nice <laughs> he's just yeah. too good of a dude Mick then uh, comes and visits and, mm-hmm. and, you know, makes a pitch for to be a manager. Yeah. That's what he See, needs, a manager. These, you need a manager, kid. <laughs> I got all these lessons, 50 years of fighting Batman in my head. <laughs> yeah. Rock, I can <laughs> teach you how to make exploding fish. I can Think teach about you it. how to make wide-up penguins, Rock. <laughs> Think about it. Apollo Creed ain't never fought an exploding dolphin before. You <laughs> can, can help me run for mayor, Rock. Because um, he did that in an episode. Anyway. Um, mayor. Yeah, so, yep. <laughs> mayor. Um, <laughs> run for mayor. And uh, basically, Mickey is uh, trying to sell Rocky on this idea. Rocky is just not having any of it because, you know, he... Rock, uh, Mickey called him a tomato and a bum and fucking kicked him out well, of Well, kicked him out and... So and treated him like shit until it Mickey could get something out of it. Exactly, yeah. Until this huge golden opportunity shows up on Rocky's lap, 
And now Mick wants to fucking be his manager. Yeah, and yeah, he goes off on him like yeah, and like yells so that everybody in Philadelphia can hear because all their all their uh, walls are made of paper. <laughs> exactly, it's cheap, much like the city itself. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and but, then, it, uh, but Rocky, he changes his mind. He like, does cha- change his mind after a vindictive poop. Rocky takes a vindictive poop and uh, Mick leaves, and uh, Rocky yells through the through the walls, and then uh, yeah, then they reconcile in the street. Yeah, like. And that's again. That's to the point where Rocky just doesn't have any fucking he just room for grudges. That. He got it out of his chest. He got it out of his system, and then he was like, oh, "I can't hold it against you, you big fucking penguin." Well, and also like, yeah, I also need somebody to fucking help me because yeah, I need uh, this is a bigger deal than I'm used to. I don't know how the hell I'm going to do this. And how he starts doing this is waking up uh, at 4 a.m. to the morning fucking zoo crew and drinking <laughs> eggs. <laughs> oh, the morning zoo crew. No, that's just a hungover guy at the radio station. It sounds like it. Just prank calling random people. <laughs> yeah, it's 4 a.m. Wake up, Philadelphia. Yeah. It's time Here's to wake up to the number. nightmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who ready for a 4 a.m. wake up call from your worst dream? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he just calls random numbers in the phone book because that's what you got to deal with when you live in Philadelphia. <laughs> For the five people that have phones connected, yeah. It's... <laughs> yeah, it's just like, Lorraine, you up? <laughs> you're waking up for the morning drive for your nine hour commute in philadelphia yeah. do you got your machete ready to get to the wawas <laughs> uh and then he drinks raw eggs which i don't think is part of the training i think he just really likes it <laughs> that's just part of his daily routine <laughs> that's just that's just how you well wake that's up. just the, that's what they dole out for all philadelphians for breakfast that's where, well, he, not gets anymore. where he got the ball eggs Eggs are an extravagance. That's true. <laughs> the guy got egg money? Rocky. Now Rocky spent all $500 on eggs. They probably did. And, um, he, and he runs, and it's a kind of sad run, uh, much like I would do if I was training and just did drank raw eggs. <laughs> just drank raw eggs. It's just like, oh, morning, just, oh uh, God. Oh, God, please stop. Even, this is the first thing you do, too. I would vomit everywhere. Like the, this is like the first thing I did is just roll out of bed, just crack five eggs into a glass. It's just like, I might pass out from nausea. Oh, boy, 5 a.m. Oh, man. Oh, oh, yeah. Let me just eat this. Let me just drink this liquid snot and go for a run. Just, oh, man. Not even gonna fucking cook it. That'd slow me down. <laughs> no, I don't have time for that. And uh, yeah, he he runs up the steps to the uh, and I believe it's the art museum. I've ran up these steps. There's a lot of fucking steps. Oh well, yeah, that's why I was so proud of himself. Yeah, well, not this first time. This, this first time, time he looked like he just looks like he's about to vomit eggs. <laughs> it's just like, oh my god, I'm gonna puke an omelet right on the side of the art museum. <laughs> <laughs> Don't consider it modern art. <laughs> I'm a boxer and an artist. Who would have figured? <laughs> They'll fucking put a frame around it and yeah. call it art. Yeah. The the whole fucking museum is just graffiti. They just thought no, it was the really whole clever. The museum is was a former junkyard that they just turned into a museum. <laughs> it's a landfill that they just considered high art. Uh, it's all bathroom stalls that had the really good jokes on them. 
Uh, uh, if you're from Philadelphia and you're offended, man, I'm glad you could think. Um, don't worry, they're not listening. They don't know how to work any of this stuff. Anyway. They don't have electricity. It's, <laughs> it's a like, fucking hellhole. No, New Jersey, like the whole East Coast is just a whole backwards fucking... Back, the New Jerseyites don't have plumbing. Pennsylvanians don't have any sort of fucking civility or humanity to speak of. <laughs> fucking people from Cleveland just eat ducks and drink Budweiser. I mean, comparatively, of all the places we've dunked on, that's that's actually I don't the know, least offensive. But there's also a fucking jacuzzi magic in Cleveland, so that doesn't speak high quality of that city, neither. It's the best little sex shop in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then <clears throat> he goes uh, to Polly's. Uh, and and he gets he gets free meat and he starts <laughs> pounding on ribs, <laughs> which is all things that happened that I made sound way worse than they actually were. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wrote down in my notes, Rocky beats Polly's meat. <laughs> he does, yeah. But no, it's, he he cracks a fuck ton of ribs. Yeah, not just, not himself on the on the side of meat that he's punching. Yeah, that is there's big sides of beef. <laughs> Rocky Balboa is not suddenly made of paper. <laughs> <laughs> no, he cracks his oh! his paper skin and glass bones every day. Why he breaks I, his back until the heart attacks put him to bowling? sleep. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, Polly gives him that free meat, which I think poly fix entitles him to way more than it actually does yeah this like i get i what all the things i do for you i let you into my house i give you free steak i drink all the things i do for you all the things you know i permit you to date my sister all the things (laughs) all the things um what happens after that? Well, uh, after oh, that, is this when he's uh gets uh, string around Rocky's legs. Mickey puts string around Rocky's legs. Yep, the women weaken legs is what he says. Women weaken legs, Rock. Yeah, just now I saw a woman. And I got all weak in the knees. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> school girl fell over. Cracked my skull <laughs> open on the pavement. And. uh Yeah, and then Adrian gets him a dog. Gets because he'd been eyeing that yeah. dog. Bupkis. Yeah. Or butt kiss. Something like that. It's a dog. It's a dog. It's a big old dog. It's a big old happy dog. And uh, uh, what else? And we, we, our training gets elevated. Now it's, I've written down, instead of sad training, half-ass training. <laughs> oh, good. We're evolving now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's this? Eventually he'll put in some real honest-to-God effort. But he's, like, running with the dog, and it's not working. Mm. And Yeah. It's it's also like completely different. Like the movies will evolve. We'll cover that. But like, the boxing and the training are very much not a part. They're at like the very end, and they're not. Well, it's like I was telling you in our production call earlier. This is this movie is a character piece that happens to feature boxing. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. really a boxing movie. This is a movie no. about one Rockford Balboa. Yeah, you know. Dwayne the Rocky Balboa. <laughs> Dwayne the Rockford Johnson Balboa. Uh, but yeah, it's it's very sad movie too. I know we're like kind of cracking away, but like no, it's really like yeah, the whole I mean, a lot of everything. Of, there's a lot of heavy drama involved in this. I mean, there should be people living in Philadelphia. Philadelphia, but, God help it. <laughs> I mean the but the what the soul of this movie and the heart of this movie, as Rocky is going to say uh, later, it, it's about 
an underdog going the distance. Like there's, there are like underdog stories have been told thousands and thousands of times. But what makes this one just so unique and so likable is the fact that we are following such a good character that is Rocky Balboa and the people that orbit that whole his whole character i mean including apollo creed and everything that's what makes this particular underdog story so kind of timeless and so uh, classic yeah that's the the good way to put it you know and then they do fucking way more movies just with this mm-hmm. underdog formula well then, it, well then they become kind of sports movies though yeah I mean, like boxing but, really takes the boxing and the montages really takes center. I mean, there's not even a villain in this. Think about that. There's not like a an antagonist really. There's an opponent. There's yeah. a challenge. Well, yeah, because Creed's not really in the movie much. No, like he's, he's like, there, he's, but he's, he's not. Yeah, he's he's yeah he's kind of here until the end. You know, and he's he is the he's the crux by which the story takes motion because without, you know, without Creed, there's no huge fight and there's no reason to go the distance, you know? But, uh, yeah. Um, now we go to the, the Paul has invited the news to watch Rocky train mm-hmm. and, uh, Rocky is a, a terrible interview, but, uh, yeah, he talks very wooden, mm-hmm. but, and I mean, he doesn't want the people clowning on him cause like, uh, before uh, he had been interviewed by the news and um, they kind of put him down in a way mm-hmm. and, you know, he kept playing it off like he wasn't hurt by it. But then, you yeah. know, to Adrian, he's just like, you know, when they said all those mean things and they said it didn't matter. No, I, it hurt like a yeah, lot. I mean, it shows, you know, good, you know, it shows vulnerability. Yeah. Well, which is one of, that's what I was getting back to. Like, that's yeah, one of the like, things that were really endearing things about him. Too. Probably one of the revolutionary things about Rocky when you think about it for the time period. Yeah, like he's a big tough guy, but like, yeah, he allows him like he's open with mm. the people in his life. Yeah. That's uh, real refreshing. He is not. He is not a Stallone wolf. Ha! <laughs> and uh, yeah, he gives the interview, and then like, oh, why don't you show us the uh... <laughs> hey, Rocky? Why don't you show us how you beat your meat? And uh, he does <laughs> on like, live television. Right yeah. yeah, and uh, he cracks a few ribs again. <laughs> he cracks a few lost. ribs in the demonstration, <laughs> and Duke's watching, and he's like, "Man, this guy means business." Yeah, he jerks off really hard. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but yeah, Duke's Duke's the only one that's actually like, "Hey, did oh, you shit. just scout this guy?" Because yeah, he could uh, fuck you up. I mean, he's a southpaw. <laughs> yeah. did we not even take that into consideration? They did, actually. Like, they brought yeah. that up. Like, he's a southpaw. I'm like, no, that's not going to matter. It's the name, the Italian Stallion. The Italian Stallion. And that's, that's, that shows you how much marketing can get you far in life. Well, no shit, right? I mean, that almost, again, I think goes back to, like, that Conor McGregor uh, conversation. Like, good marketing can do wonders for any one individual. Right. But yeah, Creed is completely uninterested. Mm-hmm. In he just wants more coffee and uh, you know things about the. Uh, well, he's you know he's he's promotional fucking, stuff. Yeah, well, he's like yeah, and I want to have this. We need to have a cutout of George Washington crossing the Delaware. Mm-hmm. Like we need all of these things to happen. He's more interested in the spectacle and putting on a good show, and yeah, not interested he, in the guy that's going to break his fucking ribs. Exactly, because again, he doesn't. 
That's if there is one truly antagonistic thing about Apollo Creed in its movie, it's that he doesn't take Rocky seriously. Well, why the fuck should he? Exactly. That's, the... <laughs> that's my point. Like, it's, like all things like that's not even like. Uh, yeah, that's one of the like good things about Apollo Creed because like that's so. I don't want to say like realistic, but that's just so very like yeah. Of course, that's logical. He wouldn't like think this would go much farther than three rounds. Fuck, he probably thinks it'd only go two. Well, yeah, like, and uh, we'll get there, but yeah. So now we have a a drunk Polly coming home, smoking and putting ashes out into trash cans that are just out in the street of Philadelphia, also known as Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Those are just the native ashtrays. Yeah, that's just how they do it. They don't have any trees or, or vegetation, so they don't worry about fire. So they replaced it with trash cans. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a garbage city. It makes sense. That's how they burn the dumpster fire that is the whole the whole city. And uh he comes home and he he's he hears Rocky talking about how he probably just keeps asking for a job from, from Grazo, but like I ain't gonna give that to him. Polly sucks. Yeah, Polly sucks at everything. All he's good for is giving me that free meat. And yeah, Polly gets drunk. Or Polly's already drunk and like <laughs> he gets, he gets, drunk gets even more drunk. I think he just <laughs> breathes the air and becomes yeah, more drunk. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> so much he, ethanol in that apartment. <laughs> he breaks his own shit and kicks mm. them both out and like Well tries, I guess. Yeah. And uh you know, uh Adrian finally, you know, has a big confrontation with him and is like, I am not a loser. I am a human being She's not yeah. fucking the Alpha Man, but she's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's uh, you know, she's like, uh, you know, fuck you, Polly. I'm my own. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm you a strong, kept me down. Woman. Yeah. Yeah. I and, take care of you, Polly. Yeah. And yeah, Polly continues to lose his shit. Like, you're not even a virgin. And it's like, yeah. well, I don't know why you're concerned about any of that. I don't know why weirdo? that suddenly matters, you fucking drunk weirdo, but uh, that's when Rocky steps in and like, hey, don't call her a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, she's like, hey, do you need a roommate? And then she, they now they live together. It is. And now they live together. And I, there was this line that Burt Young said that wasn't meant to be funny, but for some reason, well, I know why, because I have to fucking... He were horrible people. Eighth grader, but when he's like, I can't haul meat no more. I just have <laughs> so hard. <laughs> yeah, like because every day Polly gets fucking wasted at his meat packing job yeah, and wishes, it wishes he, that he'd have a more refined, better job, yeah. like and debt rock, collector. Yeah, like having something that's a bit more fun, like breaking people for money and. Rock's like, why don't you just, like, you actually got a pretty good gig here. Why are you fucking shitting all over it, you know? Because Rocky yeah. sees the bright side. Eternal optimist, Rocky Balboa. Well, and, like, don't you, like, isn't there a picture in there where, like, it looks like Polly was in the Navy? Yeah. I like, think he's wearing some, an officer's yeah. uniform? So at some point, something, I mean, he came, he came back to Philadelphia. That's what went wrong. That's, but, that's the fatal flaw. There you go. That's where Polly fucked up. Um, but yeah, there's like just a this, king and, in Philadelphia is like and being a pauper everywhere too, else. If you notice, like when Polly's destroying everything, like all the fine china on that same uh, tabletop where that picture is, doesn't hit the picture. Mm-mm. He could have, could have easily fucking batted that picture out. Didn't hit the picture. 
no, I don't know. There might be some depths to Polly that, uh, well, really aren't worth exploring, but someday. Yeah. And so now Adrian has moved in, but we get ourselves an actual honest to God running montage. This yep. is sick it's with awesome. the getting stronger, uh, or trying hard now. Yeah. Getting strong now. Yeah. And, he, and, and Mickey's like, you're gonna, you're gonna shit nails, yeet lightning and crap thunder. You're gonna piss excellence. <laughs> you're gonna shark perfection. Yeah, it's, he does all kinds of cool shit on his training montage, like one-armed push-ups and, uh, you know, the speed bag and the running, lots of running. And he finally runs up the steps and mm-hmm. he fucking nails it. And then it does the, the, the pose, like the poster. And, and like mm-hmm. I did, when I run up the steps, I think you just kind of have to when you Yeah, go I think with... it's a law by city yeah. ordinance in Philadelphia. When you run up the steps, you have to raise up your arms and... Uh... Well, vomit up an omelet of fucking rice that you probably just drank before you ran up there. Like I'm telling you, there's a fuck ton of steps up there, and I there is so many people that do the exact same shit that run right up there. And I'm even sure that there was a fucking old lady that did the damn thing. Like, I, yeah, I bet. Yeah. So. Yep. So yeah, it's it's iconic. It's a like it's it's the poster for a reason. Yeah. I I fucking. Uh, I well, have it. I have a 3D poster. Yeah, and uh, also I just think it, it just works so well because it's like, um, because it's the first one to do it. It's just so more uh, restrained. Like some of the other ones, I feel like the montages can get a bit gratuitous. You know, the yeah, oh. montages can get just a bit much. And so oh, I like yeah. the fact that this is just a more, I don't refined isn't the right word, but we don't get like it's not gratuitous. Yeah. I get, I get it, yeah. But uh, yeah, he's he is like fully prepped, and it's it's time. And he, Adrian's asleep. He's asleep on the couch, and he wakes up and he goes to the 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 venue, and uh, just walks around and sees the banners. These giant, there's this giant banner with Creed mm-hmm. in the what I will call also legendary America trunks. Mm-hmm. They are they are a legendary item, I swear to God. Um, and then uh, Rockies and he, the promoter comes out and he's like, "Oh, you got my poster wrong. I'll be wearing the white trunks." And the promoter like, "I don't I don't think that'll matter much." I don't. Yeah. Well, again, like again, that would probably be considered the most dickish thing. Fucking Mister Jurgens, the hand lotion man says. Well, to but he also says just go out there and put on a good show. So yeah. like, again, they're treating it like it's uh you know, a carny expedition to Bel Air. <laughs> it's a carny <laughs> expedition. Um, and Rocky goes home and puts up his coat, and then uh, he gets into bed with Adrian, and he's just like, I can't beat him. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. I was, yeah, I was walking around Philadelphia thinking, this place is a shithole, and I can't beat him. And, you know, nobody ever got, nobody's ever gone the distance with the champ, though. Mm-hmm. But if I can do that, you know, if I can just go the distance, then I'll know. You know, that's his goal. Mm-hmm. Which I love that. That's great. That's so. That's it's so nice that it's it's just not. Uh, it's refreshing. You know what I mean? It, well, it's such a nice. And it's it's relatable too. Like, cause... well, and it's it's really well acted. Like Sylvester mm-hmm. Stallone. I know 
like give him crap for the the accent. He's done not a lot of good. Like some movies aren't that great. I mean, he's, like, he's a fuck. He's an actor. He's done good stuff and he's done bad stuff. But in this, he's really, really good. Exactly. Yeah. Like this is this is top notch, and you you feel for him. And yeah, just that that's the goal. You know, mm. is this that he's gonna he's gonna do it. He's just gonna go out there and he's gonna try to. <laughs> To say that you know if he can do this, he can. He's not a bum, and it was all yeah. worth it. And yeah. yeah, and now it's it's the fight. It's New Year's Day, it's and time that, for the, the big fight. Yeah, the pre gaming, the the Vaseline on the on the everybody, the face, everybody the gets tape oily. in the hands. They, they tape their hands. They snort stuff. They yeah. pray at the uh, to a sink. Yeah, um, they like hold each other. Like someone holds your ribs while you breathe. I I don't really understand how that works. I I know what the Vaseline's not. for, but you know, so you so it doesn't get uh you don't get cut. Yeah, it it's slid yeah, because uh yeah you get you get fucked up. Check and it. yeah yeah, it turns out like, you could die in the ring. Boxing, it's a hell of a hell of a yeah. sport. Um, and Rocky goes he goes to Adrian like don't go anywhere, yeah you know, don't leave town, and that's mm-hmm. just like it's kind of cute the way yeah. that he flirts. They have a great. We probably haven't highlighted it as well, but they have a great they have great chemistry and a great romance. Mm-hmm. Well, and they yeah. both become better together. You know, mm-hmm. Adrian comes out of her shell and learns to like put up with herself, and, and eventually becomes kind of a force of her own and is not shy or meek. You know, mm-hmm. uh, like gets some of that strength, and you know, Rocky gets a lot more kind of brains. You know, they complement each other. Yeah, that's a that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so the Rocky, uh, goes out to the ring. He's got, uh, Paulie's, uh, uh, beloved, uh, meat. The Shamrock meat. Yeah. yeah. He got, he got, uh, 3000, probably got $3,000 for this. And, uh, I got to keep deal. the robe. Yeah. And makes it shrewd rock. Real shrewd. Shrewd. Good for you, man. And, um, you know, if there's people there, they, they, they fucking love Rocky. Like, oh yeah, he gets a good. He gets uh He gets a good. He um, gets good reaction. Yeah. yeah, and people. Well, they mention the announcer. People are like, uh, "He's become a nationwide icon for being the underdog, Rocky Balboa. The people love him." And uh, you know, he makes his way to the ring. Gazo's there. Polly brought a prostitute. It's great. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's wearing his best seventies jacket. Yeah, he looks like Archie Bunker. And, I mean. Yeah, it looks like you stole Benny's jacket from Fallout New Vegas. In a, darker a little color. bit, yeah. It, it made it purple. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's the tops. It's the tops. Hey, Daddy-o. Um, and uh, so, uh, and then, uh, you know, he gets to the ring, and then, you know, they're waiting, and then uh, Apollo Creed comes to the ring looking like George Washington yep. crossing the Delaware throwing dollars at people. Yeah, just a giant over-the-top entrance. And then as he gets into the ring, he takes off that that costume and puts on a puts giant it. hat and vest and like, yeah. I want you, Baboa. You I want you. I want you. It's just he's awesome. I, I want you to Green. want me. He's <laughs> <laughs> a big fan. Doesn't want any cheap tricks. Um, ah. and by the way, like, I want the stallion. Uh and I checked, there's fifteen minutes left in this movie. That's like 
we're just now getting to the fight. Like, yeah, that's we're just how... now. That's what I mean. Boxing is so ephemeral to the plot. Of, like, it's, it's such the an afterthought. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The fight itself is the afterthought. How, compared to the the upcoming movies, this one is just like, yeah, boxing's here, I guess. Balboa's well, a boxer? I wouldn't noticed. Well, it's, yeah, it's restrained, but like I, the later ones get to the heart of what people are wanting, you know? Well, yeah. But, I mean, well, this sets the stage. It's like anything that like you know, mm-hmm. builds sequels off of itself, you know? Take the things and, that people want most and just shove more of it in the next ones. And yeah, and then Smoking Joe comes in, and uh, he's surprisingly not smoking, but uh, he, he's not on fire, and, and mm. talks to Balboa and talks to Creed, and like, oh, I think they're friends. Yeah. Like, kind of like playful banter. And uh, yeah, then it's time for the fight. And uh, it starts off as kind of a bad uh, first round as Rocky just keeps getting jabbed in the face, which. Mm. Uh, I don't think Nathan and I are boxing people, but can't be good strategy. Well, does he get hit in the face a lot? It looks like he dodges each punch. Like no, tries to, no, he, he gets, gets hit clipped. dead on in the face like huh. several times. I was counting there for, and then I lost count. I was like, oh shit! Like, well, yeah, we we basically just pummel through fucking matches three to fifteen in like the span of a minute. Well, yeah, but uh, then in the first round, uh, Apollo's just playing around. But Rocky clips him with an uppercut, knocks his ass down. Yeah, and that's huge because it's like no one uh, had ever done that before. And I think was... I think that's also a, a maybe a shout out or a homage to Chuck Wepner doing that to Muhammad Ali. It's a huge, well, the uh, deal. Yeah, and the the big one is uh, coming up here in a bit. But yeah, this is when you know. It, it becomes clear to Apollo that uh, Rocky did not come here. Rocky did for not get the show. memo that this was the ex- this was a uh, a for fun thing. Rocky yeah. came here to fight him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what Duke says. Like he thinks yeah. this is a fight. And yeah, but it, Rocky then gets his nose broke. Mm-hmm. Like, congratulations, you did Finally. it. Yeah. yeah. And, it looks uh, better anyhow. But it's saved by the bell, because um, like it looks like he's about to get knocked down, and yeah, there's there's a few times there where like it looks like he's going to get knocked down, and then the fight montage really happens. It's yeah. it just they go through the rounds. Three, um, and he, five, seven, seven, thirteen, 13 fourteen. Yeah, and then in the this is a fifteen the, round exhibition, people. No, it's a title fight. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, it's but fifteen rounds. But yeah, he in the second in the penultimate round, I believe, he almost gets knocked out, and yep. then he stands up and like waves everybody away, because uh, he's and Mick's like, "I'm gonna call it," and he's like, "Call it, I kill you," mm-hmm. like he, he's going the distance. Yeah. <laughs> God he's damn going it. for speed. And uh, Apollo has the same thing where Duke's like, "I I'm gonna call it. You're you're looking not good." Yeah, uh, you look like you just got the shit kicked out of you, Apollo. And he's like, "Don't you fucking dare!" Well, because he—that's when he gets his ribs broke too. Because uh, Rocky has been uppercutting him throughout the whole thing, and as we've mm-hmm. learned from him uh, in the meatpacking plant, Rocky can break your fucking ribs with this. Yes, can. Yes. Yeah, and as it as it turns out too, when you're fighting people, you need to breathe. Yeah. And uh, if you can't do that, you're not a good fighter. Well, it's crazy anymore. that he didn't like his. Even as soon as like the second round, 
make his Talon rock, focus on the ribs, focus on the ribs. It's, well, yeah, it's, it, and then it, that's when he finally is able to get through, though. Well, I'm saying, like, in the second round, and then by, like, mm. round, like, the penultimate round is when he finally, like, okay, I'll take a shot at his ribs. Well, I think that's when he finally gets the opportunity to do it, you that's know? That's good point, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, he gets his eye is so swollen because he's been tanking punches to the face that he has to have his eye cut so that he can see out of it. Yep. And we get to our final round and, and the fighting's intense, but then uh, Rocky rocks Apollo and Apollo's weak and woozy and it's almost close. He looks like he's about to fall down and then the bell happens Yep. and then they clench up together and it's like there ain't gonna be no rematch there ain't gonna be one and rocky's like i don't want one yeah and he got what he wanted he, he, he did he, he, and he, he, tell right yet we still have a bet to get more of what he wants but he got what he wanted he fulfilled his dream mm-hmm. and uh as he's looking out adrian is is out into the crowd and she's fighting her way to rocky and that's all rocky wants is to just see yeah. adrian yeah, he it's doesn't want just... to talk to any of the reporters. He doesn't give a fuck about the huge celebration. He's just like, Adrian! Yo, and, Adrian! And, yeah, it's a split decision. And, um, you know, in the big crowd and everybody's, like, listening to the decision. But that's an afterthought, too. It's like, it's, like, they finally come together. And, you know, it's, not, like, Creed wins it. But it doesn't matter. We're not even. We don't even pay attention to that. All we're focused well, yeah, on is Rocky and Adrian. Exactly, because and... that's really what's important here. Like that's really the story at play here. This is not. This is not the story about a a young up and comer who uh, got his ass kicked in a title fight. Now this is the story about Rocky Balboa going the distance and fulfilling his dream and uh, fucking making an American classic, which this is. Yeah, and and. <laughs> Uh, Adrian says that she loves him and, and that's it. Cause yeah, Rocky did what he set out, what he set out to do. He, he took his shot and even though yeah. it fell short, he did like, he gave it everything he that he it, had. He yeah. He put his all in and that's what matters. Like it's, you know, even if you fail, the fact that you took your shot, like it's like Wayne Gretzky said, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. And mm-hmm. God damn it. Rocky took his shot and, that's that's even though he didn't win that's not important even no, though he didn't it, win that it doesn't affect it because he got the girl he he, he, he achieved the thing awesome. and he knows that he's not a bum that it was yeah. you know that he was able to, to he make did more something. for himself like he i mean he i mean he changed as a character he's a dynamic character so yeah you know it's yeah good. like he he grew as a as a person and he he did it. It's not about the about that. Like, yeah, he he won in his own way, and that's mm. where uh, Rocky one ends. And and yeah, it's what a movie. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's it's absolutely great. Uh, yeah, it was best picture winner. There's for every fucking good reasons. Yeah, yeah, deserves it. Yeah, it's it's an amazing it's an amazing movie. Um. And it's, it's very like inspirational, man, mm-hmm. you know, especially as I've gotten older. Cause you know, when you're a kid and you're watching that, like, I don't know, this is the first time I've seen it since I've like been in my thirties, but there's yeah. an idea of like this kind of like, as you get older, like, what did you actually do? And you know, there's still like, you still have a chance to take your shot and go for it. And even if you fail, like showing it to yourself more that you can, well, you can take the even... chance. 
yeah. even just kind of understanding that the that journey that you're going on and taking your shot is what's really important even even if you don't achieve the end goal that you're hoping for the the journey itself and the transformation that you undergo as a person for the better hopefully is is what what matters and i think that's a a timeless takeaway from this rocky movie yeah it's uh it's amazing if you no, he's recommended a lot of stuff, but I would highly recommend this. Oh God, this yeah, is... this is almost like I don't want to say required viewing, but take take the time. It's two hours. I round it up. It's two hours rounded up. Worth it. Just really, really good, good movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, good series too for, oh, <laughs> for the most yeah. part. Yeah. We're gonna uh, we're gonna have a good time doing this one. For the most part, uh, yeah. <laughs> next time. Uh, Next time, next this time next week, we're gonna be going Rocky Two, because yep. uh, uh, that there, there's gonna be a rematch. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> much sorry. like the, the people demanded a rematch, much like the people in the real world demanded a rematch. I can see why some people would be upset that Rocky didn't win and like not get the point. Like the yeah. point isn't that he. It doesn't well, also, matter. Well, also by that point, of course they would do like try to get him to do a rematch. Like he he beat all the odds. Like he knocked down Apollo Creed. He almost won. That dude. He was thirty seconds by... away from being the champ. Yeah, but exactly. It... He is yeah. like in such a new like level. Now. Well, I mean that's even when like doesn't he do like commercials and stuff in the next one? Well, we'll get like, to that when we get to it. Yeah, but, I, just... but what I'm saying is like he's he's now at that point. Of course, people would try to get him to do another one because he's a commodity now. Yeah, well, and... Uh, and uh, not to say it in dickish terms, but in fight promoter terms, like... Yeah, uh, but, yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're someone that's annoyed that he didn't win, I think you're missing the point. That's what I was getting at. Um, yeah, yeah, okay, that's that's true, too. Yeah. Like, I was going in universe logic, sorry. No, no, not in universe. I'm talking, like, you know, from a movie-watching perspective, like, yes, yeah. he didn't win, but it doesn't matter. That's, yeah. Like, well, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the takeaway that you're not... You shouldn't... It's, it's, that doesn't matter. <laughs> like it's not like he's fighting the fucking empire in Star Wars. Like, yeah, he got he got his own. He made his own happiness, which is well, yeah, yeah, more than like, other people and mm-hmm. can can say so. Yeah, but Rocky two is next, and then uh, I think we're gonna go straight to Rocky three. Yep. Uh, before we'll take a little bit of a break, uh, yep. an intermission. We'll have a a girl walk out with the numbers and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we'll do something else. We'll, we might announce yeah. that here in a bit. Yeah, maybe we'll we'll see. We'll uh, we'll ring the bell and tell you where else we're gonna we're gonna traverse in this uh, journey through the the life and boxing career of Rockford Balboa. <laughs> the Rockford Files, if you will. <laughs> the Rockford Filings of Balboa. Uh, all right, but until then, I'm Devin. I'm Dayton. Thanks for listening, everybody. See ya. Peace. <laughs>